This week on Media Delta, the conclusion of our look at Season 1 of Mega Man. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Media Delta. Um, we are returning back to a subject that we had talked about previously. Uh, that being we are uh, talking about the remaining six episodes of Season 1 of Mega Man, the yeah. 1994 cartoon. Um, so, yeah, if you're if you're wondering what this show is about... Um, you can go and watch the previous episode talking about it. So, uh, yeah, um, based on, you know, Mega Man, you know, the Blue Bomber and all that, uh, but in cartoon form. So, yes, uh, it's not the only one to watch this. So please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Axe, and I'm really sick of the goddamn theme song. Is this the best you've got? Is this your strongest machine? Now with one power shot, you'll see what Coolio means. I'm Torpetypus, and I'm here for really questionable redesigns. Yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, we have watched the remainder of the season one, so we can actually, you know, have a, uh, I guess, a conclusive thought on at least season one of Mega Man. Uh, so, Axe, uh, what did you think now that you've seen the entirety of season one? And then some. Uh, well, I mean... I kind of am still with my original thoughts. I I like this. I like this as a as a show. Uh, again, I'm not very big into Mega Man. I don't really like the series outside of the um, Battle Network franchise uh, part of it. But I like the cartoon. Uh, there's some questionable stuff in it. We mentioned in the last uh, last episode, uh, which doesn't seem to pop up as much through the remainder of the the season. Um, the, the the sexism and the weird way that they treat role kind of vanishes fairly quickly, um, and it's in one episode in particular, Doctor Light like absolutely entrusts Roll to go out and help Mega Man out. So it's it's a weird thing that they even had it to begin with, but it's nice that it it goes away and you can just focus on Mega Man being Mega Man and Roll being part of the team. Um, uh, I like the animations. Uh, it's a little sloppy at some parts, but for the most part, it's still very good animation. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's a solid cartoon. It's something I definitely could put on in in the background while I'm playing games or doing stuff around the house. It's a decent Saturday morning cartoon. All right, uh, cool. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, as a positive point, it was nice to hear Shirley Milner again. Uh, very distinctive voice. Uh, the voice of Hexadecimal from Reboot. Uh, she does feature in episode uh, 8, The Incredible Shrinking Mega Man. I deeply uh, appreciate that all of these things have gone over my head. <laughs> Hexadecimal is the villain from Reboot. Yes. Okay. She, she's one of the main bad people from Reboot. That's about all the good I have to say about this show, because I said it before and I'll say it again. The show makes me angry. <laughs> this, these stories just make absolutely no sense. And, to be made. Tr and trying to think about it just makes me angry trying to. You have to it, be mad. Like, <laughs> it's just like what's that? Nothing. Okay. Torpid's making noises again. He's making noises again. Yeah, like when I when I originally started watching these last six episodes, I just kind of had them in the background and glanced over occasionally. Before this recording started, I actually actively watched two of them. And I was like, no, but uh, why why is anything anything in this show? Like, oh man. So that's the, that's basically my take on it. <laughs> There's nothing Why really were you wrong. angry out of curiosity? Like, what bugged you? Just the, the general progression and these completely ridiculous plots that have absolutely nothing to do with anything and make no sense with it within themselves. The only, the only plot that I could see actually kind of fitting into the story is episode 12, where Mega Man ends up going to the future where 
for uh, where Do uh, Dr. Light ends up taking over because Mega Man wasn't there, which kind of fits into the idea of when in season two they bring in Mega Man X. Because that's a thing that happens in season two. Yep. But other than that, I'm just, oh, no. <laughs> this, is, this is Saturday morning cartoon at its in its purest form, it's something that is cool for a kid to watch. It's like a lot of stuff going on and like not overly complicated plots, I guess. But if you if you stop and think about any of this stuff, it's just not fun. Yeah. All right, uh, Turbo. Uh, I I. I enjoy this show. It's not good. It's it's junk food is is the way I would describe it. That's a good description. <laughs> like it's 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 fun. It will it knock your socks off. No, will it blow your mind. No, but it's enjoyable. It's it's something to just sit down and turn your brain off to and just watch garbage. Yeah, I don't mean garbage as in like it's bad. I just mean garbage as in it's like just bad for you. Well, not even bad for you, but like. It it's it's candy. There's nothing deeper to it than what you're seeing. It's yeah. it's very it's a very straightforward cartoon. Mega Man is the good guy. Proto Man and all of them are the bad guys. And Mega Man beats up the bad guys somehow. It is it is absolutely a Saturday morning cartoon in every single way, shape, and form. Yeah. But, maybe, uh... maybe that's why it makes me angry. It's like I'm maybe I'm just reading too much into it. It is it is like the pure distillation of fucking Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, Saturday morning cartoon. Um, that said, I, I think it was fun. Uh, I think everything looks all right. Uh, it's not amazing animation, uh, but it's solid. It's it's better than say your standard Hanna Barbera fare, in that it's actually for relatively consistent and looks okay. <laughs> Yeah. They don't do they don't do a lot of uh they don't do a lot of reusing of of uh shots, which no, I, I no. appreciate. They, yeah, uh, they definitely reuse the shot con continuously when he takes someone's power, but you know that's about it though, and that takes yeah. that's like a three or four second shot. Yeah. But uh, in general, I think it's pretty fun. Uh, that said, there's always some weirdness with what the cast does, like all these fucking mind blowing inventions that could change the world that Doctor Wiley makes, and then they see them, and Doctor Light's like, mm, "Gonna throw that in the trash. Fuck it." <laughs> Yeah, it's very much like it's the thing that I thought of was that comic panel that uh, the Spider-Man panel that uh, often comes up uh, with him talking to a villain. That's is like, I was like, wow, you're doing all these crazy inventions. You could cure cancer. You can do all this like important research. And the guy's like, no, I, I, I just want to make dinosaurs. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't want to cure cancer. I just want to make dinosaurs. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I like that panel. It's, it's good. It's really good. Uh, but like, no, it's the thing is like, fucking Doctor Light could lift this shit and repurpose it and brand it under his own damn name. But no, he just trashes everything. And that's including stuff like the time machine or fucking the shrink ray or anything. No, oh, no. It's it's pretty much once again the the eternal uh stalemate everything has yeah. to return to the status quo by the end of the episode i also really like the one episode where fucking mega man and roll were in a convertible with some kids and the two of them were just fucking hype as shit about planting trees yeah it was very much the uh deal with the quote-unquote troubled youth kind of it thing was, it was fucking weird though because they were in a convertible too and i don't know why but then then they also they they leave them at the plant and say yeah we could trust you to go back to school right yeah we're just gonna leave you here yeah it was it's so weird it's fine though they learned their lesson don't worry somehow i can oh, like i, I knew it was gonna happen beat someone up I knew it was going to happen, and I was just waiting for the moment it could happen. And when it did, I was still like, "Oh, come on, come yeah. on!" Like you could, you can set this show on clockwork, like when how the plot's going to resolve. But yeah, um, yeah, this is very much. I, I agree. Like I think Julio, I think X, you also mentioned 
uh, bringing it up. Uh, the fact that this is this is it's a Saturday morning cartoon show. Like it's not gonna shatter that formula. It works. I'm like it it worked, I guess. Um, and this one really doesn't stray from it. It just kind of adapts it into you know Mega Man. I also apparently watched farther ahead than what we were supposed to. So I want to ask, did any of y'all see the episode where there was a, a deaf girl? No. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you, so y'all missed out on basically they, they established right away. This girl is deaf. She can't hear. Or they call her hard of hearing. So everybody continues to talk to her in normal voices as if she can hear them. Throughout the episode, and they 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 wave it, they hand wave it away by by offhandedly saying, "Oh yeah, she can read lips." Yeah, and but it's it's so good, it's as good as you'd expect it would be. Yeah, that's about. See, the problem is, I I, I mean, I I absolutely do fault the show, but also that is part of a problem of much less that develop or that production and just a lot of productions in general. I mean, there's a scene where Roll is standing behind the girl. She's standing behind her and is talking to her as if she could hear her. <laughs> I'm just getting so angry at this episode because yeah. I knew they were going to fucking do that. I knew it. You see what I'm talking about? This show makes people angry. Yeah. <laughs> just that episode. Just that episode. See, I was going to say, like, probably the weakest episode for me of this batch was I think the last one where they go to the fucking random ass island. Yes. And they have to with, co cooperate. Yeah, with a volcano. And then fucking, oh man, there's these fucking stone men there. I know, I'll put a chip in them and make them work for me. And all of a sudden they start fucking up. It's like, oh, it's because they're actually cursed. No, it's because they were overheating. Also, the thing I hate about that episode is why is Woodman the robot that you have for that episode and not, I don't know, Stone Man? Okay, but let's talk about how they didn't know how to do leaf shields, so they just gave him a giant metal leaf. Yeah. Yes. Also, the fact that they're sending Woodman into a volcano. Inactive volcano. That's okay. I think I can't remember if Woodman's weak to heat man but who mega man 2 uh weakness like the balance in that one's completely bad so who i knows? don't think the show cares that is also well that actually will get into something that i'll mention but yes um it, it, it just it feels really awful the entire plot of that episode and then it just kind of ends yeah so, so that said, I still love how they gave Iceman this sweet fucking deep ass growly voice. So Torpid, at your your intro, you said uh, questionable redesigns. Please, please elaborate. Okay. So obviously, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we mentioned Woodman, which was bizarre. Also, Woodman was mostly metal. I feel that worth mentioning. Uh, there was also Metal Man, who was fine for the most part, except that they refused to draw him with eyes. He just yeah, didn't have any. They gave him red eyes, which is weird. They didn't give him any eyes. It was just like shadow. Yeah. It like was weird. It gets into something that I feel like I want to. I feel like it's worth mentioning as the fact that this is a Mega Man show. Um. That this show actually gets um, things both consistently, surprisingly accurate and also wrong. Um, like, as we mentioned, Leaf Shield uh, was just basically a leaf that came out of the armor. But then again, it, Leaf Shield, how it works in the game is kind of weird. Like, I don't know how they would, like, animate that. Well, that's my point, is they didn't know how to do it. So and so they just went with a shield that was a leaf. Yeah. That's also, like, metal and not, like, green colored. Uh, but there was also, uh, so like, there's those two, those two are kind of whatever, but bar none, the fucking worst is Airman. It's so, so bad. That one is notorious for being the one that they had to redesign. And I believe the reason that they gave for that one is because Airman, the actual, like in his design in the games does not have a mouth. So they had to slightly alter him so they can have a mouth to animate is I believe was the reasoning that I've heard given for why he looks not good. 
But that is, I believe, the only one in the entirety of the series that they mess up what they look like. It's also really good, too, because he never actually, like, moves that mouth either, if memory serves. It it, it, it animates lightly, but it's not, like, the thing. Because if you just had Airman the way he looked, like, he whenever he talked, he would just be, like, not even moving at all. So they gave him something. Look, Airman, has... they, they gave him, like, two two large teeth that go up and down when he talks. Yeah, yeah. so for reference, he has, like, this very, like, angular, super evil robot-looking head. And he's jarring because it's like even at odds with the style of the show i mean to to be fair about the robot mouths just think about futurama for a second because there is not much and there's not much robot mouth animation happening there and that show happens like six or seven years after so my point about the mouth thing was more like it made the head feel even more like excessive God, he oh, just, he just... looks so bad. Oh my God. Um, And then if this is, oh wait, that's not what I was saying enough because I was looking at, I just wanted to remind myself what it looked like. Uh, and I am seeing, um, so we're seeing how bad Airman looks uh, in this. Uh, there is another Mega Man cartoon that I forgot to talk that I am going to put off as much as we possibly can, but I'm just going to say uh, it can be worse. <laughs> oh, That's pretty oh, awesome. Airman. That is Airman from Mega Man fully charged. Air- Airman in the cartoon kind of looks like uh, uh, um, one of the uh, bad guys from uh, G.I. Joe. Yes, I can see that. <laughs> Um, but yes, um, that is the one that they have to, God, I'm looking at more pictures of from fully charged. God, that show looks terrible, but we that's, watch it. no, we shouldn't <laughs> also, it's a, it also, it's a CN show. So who knows how I'm going to get the copies of that. Man. Anyway, what were we talking about? It's not a bad <laughs> show other than, you know, some bad designs here and there. Oh, have you no, actually seen it? Have you have you actually have you actually seen it? Just out of curiosity. No, I'm, I was talking about the what we were talking about the actual oh. show we watched. Oh, the actual show. Yes, yes. Yeah, I haven't, okay. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't watched. I, I'm not a, again. I'm not a big Mega Man fan, so I'm, I really only really watch this for the sake of doing Media Delta. Yeah, I, watch what? Uh, no, so uh, I just, just want to clarify me saying, Yeah, me saying that I hate it is I'm specifically talking about Mega Man Fully Charged, which looks terrible thankfully i know nothing about that i do know the battle network one which is actually pretty decent honestly yeah because airman exe showed up which i'm like i'm like oh that just looks weird but then again it's also the exe stuff so that all they all just look different so that's something else i don't like how they how they anglified male's name into Melu, but you know whatever that's another show yeah I mean, also, to be fair, uh, the the translations of the Battle Network games are kind of infamous. Yeah. Either way, though. So is that pretty much what you're going to say, Torpo? Yeah, I think that's about it. I actually don't really have a whole lot to say. Uh, it isn't, like, from last episode. I just, like... The episodes in this one in general were, like, all right. No, nothing, like, exceptional. But they were, they were okay, except for that last one. That last one, I would argue, is not good at all. Yeah. And that one is that one is practically a requirement in any like that seems like it's a, one of the standard things that like there's like a handful of like standard plots that you always see in like a, an ensemble show kind of thing. Because uh, we also saw it in Pirates of Dark Water. Um, like, I think also towards the end, but uh, nonetheless. Um, yes. Um, so my thoughts on it is that before really give like my my judgment is uh i feel like this is probably of because there was a multitude of uh like episodic uh cartoons based on video games i feel like Mega Man is still um from the stuff that i've seen i think is still the one that holds up the most uh because there is a really weird uh sense of 
they actually get a lot of the details right, although sometimes they get it wonky. One spe- there's a really, really weird specific um, thing that I believe they reference, um, which is actually has something to do in this. This could also have something to do with the fact that they probably got some of the art for the characters from the um, uh, like source from uh, Capcom themselves. Like specifically, they're probably their Japanese branch. Uh, so if and it's a very very subtle thing that you probably won't even notice it unless someone pulls it up or like a like pulls it up. So there's the episode in which uh, they go to the future that Mega Man's not in and they meet a girl there. Um, there is a segment in which she jumps into her like uncle's arm and her hand makes a weary kind of odd hand motion or not hand motion, but a hand position. It's very much the Vulcan salute kind of thing. So basically the two, if you think about your fingers, the two fingers in the middle kind of are right together and the, um, your pointer finger and your pinky are kind of like spread out a little bit, uh, which in kind of the opposite of the Vulcan. Oh, right. It's the opposite of the Vulcan salute. I always get those confused. But the thing about it is, is that normally just like all their, her hands in a really weird thing. But then until you look at key art of the robot masters, and you see that on the uh, a lot of them, the ones that actually have hands, uh, their hands are making that same hand position, um, which I don't know if that is actually a shout out to that or if that's just a bizarre coincidence. I think that's just a coincidence, buddy. It, it probably deep, is, but it's a deep are. dive, deep dive into the <laughs> inner workings of the art team for the Mega Man cartoon. Thinking way too hard about this. They, well, that probably also could be the case, but I do think that if that was intentional, that is a really weird thing. See, she, she does the hand motion because she loved to read the Mega Man comic that was in universe. Yes. <laughs> that was illegal for some reason. Illegal Mega Mans. See, also- I, I, I just look back at that particular episode and I just think about what about how much of a better story the proto men told. God. <laughs> yes, I, I, I love meatloaf. Uh, I will say, though, my favorite part about that episode was looking at both Dr. Wiley and Dr. Light, just thinking, wow, they didn't age at all in 30 years. Yeah. How are they not dead? Was my like, how is he not dead? Was my first thought when seeing Dr. Wiley. I mean, look, look at Patrick Stewart. He was 70 at 30. That's true. <laughs> Still a beautiful man. My, my point stands, though. They're both old, is, is, is what we're getting at. They're very old. They're very and, old. And, and then they get even older 30 years later. Yeah, fucking post-time skip, Dr. Light is slightly shaggier. Yeah. Dr. Wiley looks about the same, though. Yeah, and you know, we—I don't think we've touched on it really all that much, but the the voice acting is actually pretty good in the cartoon. It's a pretty st- solid cast. Yeah, I think yeah, we went over a little bit last episode, but yeah, like the voice acting is pretty good. Um, uh, very good work by uh, Ocean Group. Uh, I'm still, I'm still not really sure what they what exactly they were doing with Cutman. Yeah, I love I love the Peter Laurie voice. I love it. I don't know why, but I love it. Whenever I hear it, I just I love it. Kung Fu Cutman. It's I I it is. If I think of metal, if Cutman, I I think of that because it was such a good. It's actually a voice for a Mega Man character that actually fits. Um, and as Torpid brought up Iceman having just this deep gravelly voice for no good reason. It's so <laughs> good. That, it that took one, me by surprise. Yeah, that one <laughs> really threw me off. <laughs> Didn't uh, fit at all. It, it's like, uh, yeah, it's also great because that is also the same. I believe that is. The, yeah, it's the same voice actor as Cutman. Uh, describe as Wikipedia describes it of him doing an Italian American accent. Um. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just really weird. But then again, it, it just 
it's like a better version of the uh inhale cigarettes uh Mega Man voice from Captain N. Which actually now that I think of it, I believe Terry Clarkson did also do He did Dr. I Wiley. Got, I, I gotta look that up. Who did I'm pretty sure he did Dr. Wiley in Captain N. Yeah, I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think who actually did Mega Man and Captain N. Um Doug, who is Doug Parker? What else have you done? First thing is at Jesus aside. Okay, this is I see you're one of those voice actors <laughs> who has been doing does everything. Oh, he's the sound. He, hmm. It's very weird. Like you know, go into the IMDb page for someone, and you see, you know, you see the four of like, oh, here are the things they're known for. Uh, known for uh, Mega Man and Captain N. Uh, also Bubbles in Dragon Ball Z. Um, but also members of the sound department for uh, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button and National Treasure. Okay. Which good on you. Weird association. Yeah. Terry Klaus. Yeah, Terry Klaus. Yeah. Um, voice actor for Mega Man was Ian James Corlett. Yep. Uh, Canadian Goku, as he's also known. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also, the one other thing I wanted to mention, we were talking about plots. Um, I'm surprised it only took them nine episodes to get to the plot that every sci-fi thing ever, or like, Every like kids sci-fi or like thing that this plot has to happen, uh, which is the personality switch. Oh, Uh, yeah, that episode. Yeah, the one where it's like, oh, which one is the real one? But the the thing is, is it's it's undercut by it being a Saturday morning cartoon because that particular bit of tension happens, goes on for maybe five minutes and then is resolved really quickly when uh, when the main plan gets revealed. Like, it doesn't have a lot of staying power. Actually, no, apparently I completely must have missed that line. Uh, The the one with the death girl is, in fact, Cold Steel. Uh, That was episode 11. I completely forgot about that plot point. That is is the reason why the death girl didn't get mind-controlled. Right. Because she can hear the vibrations, but she can't hear the actual noises. Wait, what episode? The the one with the band. No, I man. got that. I was too busy hating the noise. Yeah, that that's the that's so you did. You did right. see it. That episode's the one with the deaf girl. Right. I and everybody treats her that. like she can hear. It's great. It wasn't like, annoying at register. all. <laughs> yeah, I just completely missed that line. <laughs> I, I was I was going crazy thinking, oh shit, yeah, I guess I did watch ahead of everybody. They're not gonna see this amazingly bad episode. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's episode... so bad that it didn't even fucking register. Like I, for me, that's that episode is the, it's the lowest of the episodes because of just that just that plot line, just that entire the way that they act around around her, and nobody 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 even signs. Not even her mother. Her mother, who's supposed to know sign language, doesn't even fucking sign for her. She just talks to her like a normal like she, like she can hear. God, actually, now that I've God. Yeah, that's I. I just completely forgot about that. Like I didn't even pick up on that. How do you forget about that? It's so bad. I I I, I might have clocked out a little bit at that point. It didn't have sign language. I wasn't paying. I was paying attention so much more after I after I they said, "Oh, she's deaf." I'm like, "Oh, okay. You've got my attention. How bad are you going to do this?" And they they showed me how bad they could do it. I'm just going to stand behind this deaf girl and talk to her. Great. And she, she'll she nod her head because she can read read lips. Also, apparently that was the only... Uh, let's see. Nope, I take that back. Never mind. I was about to say that was the only episode that had two writers on it, which that's not the case. There are actually a few kind of multiple. <laughs> uh, there are four of them from what I can see. Yeah, that's what it looks like. What, one thing that I kind of liked is in episode nine, uh, bot transfer. Uh, at the end of that episode, Mega Man just basically crams three of the robot masters inside that chamber and blows it up, saying, "We won't be hearing from them again." <laughs> yeah, that no, that doesn't carry over. We'll be hearing from them again. Yeah, but that's just just seems such a sinister thing to happen. It's like these robots are dead, except no, they're not. 
Because the robots don't die. They all fall apart in various shapes and forms during their graphically though is like kind yeah. of the impressive thing. Yeah. But then but the but like a good example is uh one of the episodes with uh, I think it was the Glacier episode where uh Roll gets uh Rush uh, yeah, Rush gets zapped by uh by Iceman and gets basically torn torn into pieces and he puts himself back together by on his own. Yeah. Can we take a second to talk about that that fucking that building housing what was basically liquid nitrogen oh. was apparently super cold? <laughs> yeah. That, that that just like doesn't even make sense. Like why this man was freezing in his fucking office. And there's just icicles over. everywhere. Yeah. It's 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 all blue because it's they, cold. They pour the coffee and it instantly turns to ice. You know, I I have personally been in a very similar situation that wasn't nearly that bad. Basically, what happened is I went into the office that I was working at at the time, but the power had gone out. And for some reason, like this was on the day after Christmas, for some reason, instead of the heater turned on, it was the the air conditioning. Great. (laughs) We were there for about an hour before they sent us all home. Yeah. Also, wasn't like the secretary like just wearing a skirt? Yep. No, the secretary was doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was fine except for the scientist. He's the only one. Yeah. Was the na- head scientist whose office was just coated in ice. Whose name is Zero, because sub sub zero. It's funny. Yeah, we didn't have any unfortunate names, thankfully, this time. No Doctor yeah. Fister or uh, Doctor Petto. <laughs> It wasn't Dr. Pet. Yeah, yeah. It was, it yeah, was it was. yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Dr. Petto. <laughs> it was Dr. Petto. <laughs> I, I forgot about the doctor bit. <laughs> yeah. But yes, it, it, yes. And I, and I guess to kind of point, put a finer note on it, 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 it being, it being a Saturday morning cartoon, um, it's plots kind of came and went really quickly. So, like everything is wrapped up in less than thirty minutes, and nothing is given any time to like percolate or or e- escalate in such a way. It's just kind of like escalation re- resolution, just instantaneous. The two of them, and it that does kind of, after watching as many episodes as I ended up watching, <laughs> it kind of it it wears it wears thin a bit, and I I can see it kind of being kind of a sore point. Yeah, it it is the problem with the format rather than the show itself. Yeah, and I think the show does a good job of handling the format. You know, kind of kind of like I wanted to say, Nick Arcade did the best it could with its format, and I, I feel like I, I feel like they're both kind of similar in that regard. Like they've got a very tight format that they have to work with, and I think they both did the best they could with that with that uh, allotment. I think it it has a problem of the fact that it's like, okay, you, it's like to me, uh, the analogy that I I'd think of is more it's gourmet popcorn, yeah. like if like putting like dressing and not not like you know salad dressing, but like putting, yeah ranch putting, dressing on my putting shit on top of popcorn <laughs> to make it like some sort of fancy thing. I feel like if you try and do that, it actually cuts the point of why I would eat popcorn. So it's like, I I see you're trying to like make this thing nicer, but popcorn is never going to be like a meal or it's never going to be like the end all of anything. It, it just is what it is. But sometimes you really want popcorn. So good popcorn is still put, pretty good. Put caramel on top of that shit. Now I want to get. Now I want to go out and get popcorn. Yeah, popcorn's really good, especially buttered popcorn. It plain is really popcorn, good. Plain popcorn, boring. Buttered popcorn, fucking fantastic. Butter and salted, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, good. Get stuck in your teeth though. Yeah, God. No, the worst is the kernel. Like getting that that shell stuck on your uvula. Uh-huh. Yep. And you're just <laughs> the entire oh. time. I've I've had a couple of kernel shells get stuck inside my gum. Yep, yep. It, it's <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. It just just jams up right in between your teeth, and you're just trying to pluck it out. 
Also, I think this is a sign that we've hit the point where we could probably rank Mega Man at this point. Yeah, I was just like sitting there like, wait, we're still going? I do, yeah. I do want to bring up two quick points before we do. Just mm-hmm. the fact that, one, this, this show apparently was well-received. In fact, it was number one on the Nielsen rating for, for a little while. This show was actually canceled by Capcom because of Bandai. Yeah. So yeah. most likely to uh, merchandising pre- uh, pressures from toy partner Bandai, which cut several other popular toy lines due to not meeting sales expectations. So they're like really not sure how the toys were going to sell. So they canceled the show because of that. Yep. Also, this is right around the time that they uh, Street Fighter came out. So hmm. I'd imagine with that, cause I can't remember how good well that did, but that also might have um, prevented Capcom from doing because it didn't really you know, actually, I I shouldn't say that because that, that is a false that is a categorically false statement to say that they did, they did not do um, much after that. I am looking at Darkstalkers and Street Fighter, which also received cartoons. <laughs> yes. Uh, and just the other thing is um, apparently a lot of the music, anything that like didn't strictly belong to Mega Man, like was either the title the title theme or directly based on it apparently showed up a lot in dragon ball z that makes sense because it is also the ocean group that's why canadian goku so nearly all of the show's background music was reused uh in the westwood ocean dub of dragon ball z that makes i'm fucking shocked it's almost like making new music is expensive yes (laughs) Also, I want to put a finer point on it that after watching as many episodes as I did, I hate the theme song. I hate the theme song. I hate it. It It, Well, so there's actually controversy. That that is one thing I'll quick mention. Uh, There's actually controversy among fans of the show about which had the better theme song because it turns out that this actually uh, made its way over to Europe. Uh, and famously, uh, the German version of God, this, the fucking of course, there's mm, go on. the the <laughs> German opening uh, is also the German opening uh, is widely is actually considered by a lot of people to be better than the original. That's um, a low bar. It that, is. <laughs> that intro is it's literally just super fighting robot Mega Man. OK, OK, and, over and over. No, no, no. Yeah, he's going. He'll save the world. Yeah. Yeah, they say that at the end. I I do want to say though, really quick, as monotonous as the song is, the intro looks way cooler than the show ever is. Oh yes, (laughs) it is anime as fuck. Yes, Uh, because I believe TMZ themselves uh, animated it, so it is done by a studio that does anime. Uh, It's just like sad because like. You see this cool ass fighting intro, and then it's just like goofy Saturday morning plots. Yeah, <laughs> also the Napalm Man, in it, which I kind of, which also didn't show up in. Yeah, Napalm Man doesn't show up at all in the series. He only appears wow. in the intro. I wonder why Napalm Man doesn't show up in the series. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, oh no, he's attacking it, attacking the the. Attacking the amusement park. Up, oh, it's Napalm Man. <laughs> oh, actually, no. Down that orphanage. It's Napalm oh, yeah. Man. Get this <laughs> Napalm Man, an armed robot equipped with missiles. This robot only appears in the intro of the TV series. Because he uses Napalm. Yes. <laughs> what, what, what's wrong? Was White Phosphorus Man taken already? That's too long. Uh, everyone loves the robot master, Willie Pete Man. Which actually did which actually makes me think. Does does Heat Man show up? Okay, yeah, Heat Man does show up. Yeah, the Pharaoh Man makes one appearance, in the, the, and he makes he makes a great appearance too. His appearance is real fucking good. Oh, um, I've got your power. <laughs> episode All right. two. All right, I think we have hit the point where. Does anyone have any last points? I think I we finally got it out of my system. Hit that point a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we were All talking right. about popcorn was probably the jumping off point. That's <laughs> yeah. how uh, much of an impression this show leaves. Yeah. All right. So we're going to rank this using our normal 1 to 21 scale, with 1 being absolute mastercraft, can't get any better, 
uh, and 21, uh, which is uh, complete garbage, not even ironically fun to watch. Just a all-around sour experience. Uh, so, Axe, what would you put this at? So, uh, I got a range here. It's a short, small range because I, I kind of compare it to Nick Arcade. I like it as much as I like Nick Arcade. But I can also see it being kind of uh, on par with, like, Flash Gordon. So, I'm kind of stuck between 7 and 9. Is All right. Right in the blue. So, that's not, that works. Uh, Coolio. Wow. Okay. That, that's not the reaction I had at all. Uh, I've had multiple people. Yeah, no kidding. But, um, yeah, I... It's I okay mean, to have a wrong opinion. Completely offensive or anything, but I didn't find the show uh, particularly engaging or really interesting at all. 16 to 18. Oh, bad. Okay. Oh, Jesus. God damn. That's a huge difference. Fucking slam that shit into the garbage. Holy yeah, that's, that's the... Wait, is wow. that the... No, that is slightly... go. No, that is that is also the entirety of the orange. Uh, let's see. Uh, Torpo. Wow, I have an exact number, unlike all of you indecisive fuckers, and that's 10. <laughs> I, would, okay, so basically... I, would watch, I would watch Pirates of Darkwater over this. But I would fucking watch this over Little Nemo or Charlie Brown. <laughs> okay, so that brings us with an interesting scale of essentially seven to ten, <laughs> and then sixteen to eighteen. Um, yeah, there's, there's absolutely no overlap here. <laughs> also, a ten. Now put your thumb on the scale, Lolo. <laughs> well, actually, because I was gonna say if I was gonna put it, I actually was gonna have the exact same reaction that Axe did. Uh, as I was thinking, seven to nine, because I feel like it is better than average, but that's about it. Um, I still think Pirates of Dark Water is better. We put that in a nine. Uh, so let's see how to reconcile this. Well, um, I mean, I'm fine with nine because I mean, I'd it, be fine with nine too. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel the second like half of Pirates of Dark Water also exists. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't have enough fight for this. <laughs> yeah i feel like this is low but also is this really the hill you want to die on <laughs> um yeah i feel like nine's the best compromise in that case yeah yeah i still think 10 but nine is perfectly acceptable yeah because i i would i feel like nine's a perfect spot for this because it's right it's also right next to the, uh, the sonic the hedgehog movie it's also yes right next to pirates of dark water which i feel is a really good comparison to the I show really feel you should put ova next to that sonic the hedgehog movie because we live in a different time yeah oh, right yeah right. that is a good point which actually in that case i'm just gonna do this I mean, the, the I mean it does say OVA to the side of it. It but. does, but I want to make it clearer in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's that is that is true. Yeah, that is true. Um, oh, wait, not fine by me. When yeah, are we going to do the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Well, we can Jeez. do it right around the time. We can do right around the time that uh, the new one's coming out. Yeah. In twenty 2020, twenty or twenty twenty two. Let's what? see. The second, there's another Sonic movie. They announced oh, it. Oh God. No. Yep, and has tails in it. Look. Look, Lolo, all I'm saying is that April 1st is on a Thursday. It is. Ooh. But also, hmm. remember the last episode we had for April Fools? I don't. I really it was, don't. It, it was Lolo the Penguin. Oh, it was yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which has a precedent which I don't know if I can replicate to be honest <laughs> that was good I like I, I like doing April that Fool's is perfect for shit posting is all I'm saying yeah <laughs> I I mean if we're going to do that we can do plenty of other things or other things to shit post uh, this was a TV show it's weird knowing that Ruby Spears is like a lot of former Hanna-Barbera it makes a lot of sense it is, but it looks better. So it throws also, me. Also, I guess I would say kids. Because, I mean, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. It, it is like kids. straight up Saturday morning cartoon, like 100%. Yeah. Oh, There's God, I even... forgot about the Wizards, yikes. But, uh, 
<laughs> oh, you mean the five yikes that are slightly larger than everything bolded and also in Comic Sans? Yes. <laughs> the Comic Sans really sells the yikes. Yeah. All right. Is there anything we want to call out in uh, music, charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art? The theme song's pretty. The theme song can please die. Yes, please. Yeah, otherwise the music isn't terribly notable. Yeah. I, I'm going to put it's, a shrug. It's catchy for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, actually, no. We no, it's not good. It just gets stuck in your head. Yes, yeah, it's, it's an earworm. Right. Because it's literally the same phrase repeated over and over. And it's all, I was, I was actually, before we even uh, were talking about doing the, the second part, before we even, like, were ready to do it, all I could hear was that song f- from day to day. It would just pop into my head out of nowhere while I'm working. It was <laughs> awful. <laughs> I just start yeah. yelling in the middle of your workplace, super <gasps> fighting robot! Mega Man! <laughs> Die! <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, God, I do want to say this batch of episodes, if we're going to talk art really quick, there's some really goofy faces in this show, and this batch of episodes had some of my favorites. Yes. So I don't know what I would say for art. I'd say the art's good. I mean, some of the animation can get a little eh, but I think overall, I'd I'd say it's good It looks good, good, particularly for a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, I, I... I would thumb it up. Personally. Also, like they get yeah. most of the robot master designs right, and I can yeah. respect that too. Yes. Airman. Yeah, except for, except for Airman. <laughs> um, let's see. Storytelling, no action. The actions actually I don't know. Actually, the action, I think I'll leave blank. Because it's yeah, not it's not that great. It's not great, but also it's not abysmal. Uh cinematography is kind of meh. A charm really, it's not really charming. Sizzling circuits. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For let's see. For I don't even know if I could think of anything for Nay either. Or yay. I I I want to I want to say I, length. It, the length does I feel kind of impede the show a bit. All right. I I'm kind of leaning toward what the hell is going on. But that know. that might be you might be looking for something a little more extreme for an example like that yeah i think that's more of an extreme case uh the one thing i did want to point out um because it we did it did kind of go into how um we were talking about the art uh i want to at least especially for something like this i do want to call out that they their their modeling is on point okay except for airman i still love except, except for airman <laughs> still love that the wizard is the first one to get three charms in a Okay, yeah. <laughs> can we at least just put everyone's an idiot? Oh, that yes, yeah, actually, yeah. that one. Yeah, can... that's, that's that one. Uh, I was I was thinking of at least one other thing to put into May. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Let's see now. Oh, where is it? Some not someone's got. Wait, why uh, there? As I say, I was like I couldn't find it, but then again, it was right where my mouth, right where my mouse was. So fighting robot, Mega Man. <laughs> God damn All right. it. All right, so they're fucking taking a shit in the work restroom, and you just start yelling that song. <laughs> Super fighting robot, Mega Man. All right, <laughs> I think that's good for Mega Man season one. All right, so uh, with that, uh, that is going to do it for that. I guess technically we can come back to it at some point. <laughs> No. Right, around the same, right around the same point that we do Sonic at M season two. <laughs> and that's uh, when it gets to 21. <laughs> you shut your whole mouth. Yeah, just Dulcie weighs that thing entirely down. Also, it's always best. Poor Coolio. All right. I regret nothing. All right. So before we close, uh, X, is there anything you want to plug? Yes, the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network. It is a fantastic organization run by people with autism for people with autism. Uh, it's great resources for people who with autism who would like to lead a more uh, independent, stable life. All right. Uh, cool, yo. 
Uh, yeah, so first, the uh, Let's Play group that I'm part of, Low Bias Gaming and lowbiasgaming.net, and also uh, Square Wave Symphony, my radio slash uh, podcast show, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky, which is at lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim. I'll call you. And you use reopening, so that's... Uh, <laughs> I did do that. I called Coolio's... <laughs> I called... Did, I called... No, no, Lolo. I literally called Coolio's station's number and talked to Coolio live on air. <laughs> yeah, so it was great. Yeah. Just when it opens up, you <laughs> ring, ring. Super fighting robot. Ah! <laughs> ah! All right. Uh, Torp- Made my microphone go red. Damn you! <laughs> I, I play a video guy. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'll put all this shit. I'm like, I, I play video game. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Torpentypist and at Torpentypist on Twitter. All right. Once more, I would love to plug this hole in my ego. <laughs> all right. Well. But how do I plug these robot masters back together? Yeah, just, just pop that arm back on. Just, just swap out the parts and hope for the best. All right, so leg go. Why are there three? <laughs> There's fourteen rib cages. What is this Mortal Kombat? <laughs> so, um, next up, we have something kind of interesting um, because uh, it's also funny because I actually uh, now have doubts about whether or not I pick the right thing and see if I can do this. <laughs> are, are, um, you, are you saying that it's going to be a motherfucking JoJo reference? Uh, it is. Well, it's also great because apparently the thing that I saw on YouTube was the entirety of the OVA to put into one movie apparently might not be the entire series. It, in fact, might only be half of it, of which the other half is also a three-hour block. <laughs> <laughs> so I might have screwed myself over. <laughs> oh, oh, you <laughs> yeah so so we are taking a look at jojo's bizarre adventure uh the ova uh next nice long look yes oh. well well it depends because i gotta see the other one maybe it is just a different cut i don't know but anyway i'm sure we're gonna pick, only gonna pick one but I, it's yes um, but yeah, crushing my nuts, Lolo. We're, we're taking we're taking a look at JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the OVA, which is uh, much different than the show. Also, I would say a lot better, but nonetheless. Uh, I mean, also part three fucking sucks, so you're screwed either way. Yeah, Stardust Crusaders is not exactly the uh, yeah, was, point. but uh, at least the OVA is a lot has less uh, poop poop has less and lot baby of penis. The, yeah, less less uh, pedophilia. Yes. Anyway, um, with that, thank you all for listening. Bye-bye. Later. If you would like to look at the full list of rankings for yourself, please visit r3.ldp.life and go to the Media Delta List tab. If you would like to watch Media Delta's sister show, Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can either watch at youtube.ldp.life or by tuning into twitch.tv slash lodapuzzlo at 7.30 p.m. on Fridays, 2.30 p.m. on Saturdays and 1 p.m. on Sundays. All those times are from the Eastern U.S. time zone. If you would like to discuss this episode with the community, you can do so by joining our Discord server, which you can do so by go- going to discord.ldp.life. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in for our next episode.